Hello and welcome again to Not Just a Raindow Podcast. Today Catherine is as usual with you and we are going deep into the next uncovered topic. I hope you enjoy my project and please, share my podcast with your friends. It will help me to discover new topics about LGBTQ plus society. Okay. Let's start. Frameline, the world's longest-running LGBTQ plus film festival, is returning to San Francisco for its 47th year. Frameline is having 47 screenings at San Francisco's Castro Theater and even more at various spots throughout the Bay Area, including the new Parkway Theater in Oakland. They'll be showing 127 films, including 24 that are premiering for the first time in the U.S. and world. We got the opportunity to chat with Frameline's director of programming Allegra Madsen and executive director James Woolley about the event, its selection of films, and how crucial queer cinema is in this tense time. This is a shortened version of what we talked about. Even though the pandemic and changes to the movie theater experience have been tough, Frameline 47 is still bigger than ever. What do you think is so important about having the festival in a physical place and showing the films in person? James, we really value people coming together to see movies in a group. It makes it so much more special. It's hilarious when everyone's laughing at a comedy, and a drama is way more powerful when everyone in the audience is feeling the same emotions. Plus, it's amazing when filmmakers and actors come and the audience can hear from them and ask questions. We want as many people as possible in the cinema to get the full experience. It's just so important. We're doing 47 screenings this year at the Castro Theater to celebrate our 47th birthday. And it's honestly incredible, there's no better place on the planet to show off a queer movie. It's so significant when it comes to queer cinema. Plus, the audience really makes it special. They get so into it, cheering, booing, hissing, singing along, it's just awesome. Filmmakers always love it and say that it was one of their best screenings ever. We're so excited to provide 47 programs that filmmakers will walk away from feeling like they had the best experience. What was it like getting Alaska the Drag Queen and Taylor Mac to join us for some of the screenings? Pretty awesome, right? Allegra, it's awesome to get all these rad people to the festival and just hang out and watch some awesome queer cinema. It really helps build our community and bring us closer together, especially during this time when so many of our communities are in danger from laws and other threats. It's super important to come together in these spaces and show appreciation for all the queer identities. Plus, having some pretty famous people backing us up isn't a bad thing either. You chatted about this moment and it's obviously significant. Are there any specific movies in Frameline 47's lineup that you think are relevant to this time? Allegra, yeah, if you ask me as a programmer, I'm stoked on all of them. But if I had to pick two I'm really excited about, it's Kokomo City, it's a dope documentary about black trans sex workers that shows how strong they are. Then there's Mutt, it's a fresh take on trans cinema. Both of these represent a new wave of filmmaking, made by trans people telling modern trans stories. Check out Chasing Amy by Save Rogers, it's from the 90s and explores identity and how we can deal with our problematic past, while also insisting that bodily autonomy is an absolute must. Who I Am Not by Tun Scovran and M is for Mothers by Livia Perez at the New Parkway both touch on this topic, sending the message that your body is yours, 
and the choices you make with it are yours too. Frameline has just revealed a new grant opportunity from the Colin Higgins Youth Foundation, and they'll be giving out awards in 2023. Can you tell us a bit more about this initiative and how it will help out LGBTQ filmmakers? James, Colin Higgins was an awesome writer and director. He was the mastermind of movies like 9 to 5 and The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, both starring Dolly Parton. Being openly queer in the film industry in the 80s wasn't easy, but he kept doing what he loved until he passed away from HIV, AIDS in 1988. His estate made sure to keep his legacy alive by providing financial support to young queer filmmakers. Now, it's Frameline's turn to help out by handing out these awards. We chose three people under 25 to receive $15,000 each to launch their career. We picked some incredible young filmmakers, Daisy Friedman, Karina Dandashi, and Emilio Subia, and they'll be able to experience the whole festival. Their films will be screened too. On the last day, we'll give them their awards and the cash prize. We're proud to partner with the Colin Higgins Foundation and hope this is the start of a long collaboration between the two organizations. Have you had any difficulties organizing this 11-day event in and around San Fran? Allegra, San Fran has had a really rough go of it the past couple years, but it's also an opportunity to get the city back to the way we want it. Something people don't realize is that it's a great movie-making city. We've got all kinds of festivals, and Fairyland, our opening night film, is a SF story. Plus, when you travel around the world, SF is like a beacon for the queer community. Frameline is renowned worldwide as the best queer cinema. Now's the time to really show off what we can do. It's time to finish. Please, share Not Just a Rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe for new episodes. All listeners are important to me, and I appreciate your interest and time. The next episode will cover a very hot topic, I swear. Good luck guys, and take care. Bye-bye.